This is DMOU, Destination Marketing Organization University, the DMO Sectors Podcast, and I'm your host, Bill Geist. DMOU is where you hear the best and the brightest in the destination marketing space, sharing innovative and compelling stories to inspire you to take your destination and organization to the next level. The format for our conversations on DMOU is elegantly simple. It's three questions and a bonus round. And today's episode is sponsored by our friends at Destinations International. Next up on the event calendar is the CEO Summit. Don't dawdle. Registration closes on March 7th. The 2024 CEO Summit is an exclusive gathering of visionaries and trailblazers in the travel industry. You can explore strategies for success, foster valuable connections, and shape the landscape of destination leadership. Don't miss out. Secure your place at destinationsinternational.org slash 2024-CEO-Summit. And now it's on to our show. Leslie Miller is the Vice President of Marketing at Visit Lex, where she oversees the advertising, branding, marketing, public relations, social media, visitor services, and web strategies for the organization. She was formerly Vice President and Director of Brand Strategy at the Lexington-based advertising agency Cornette, where she was a member of the executive leadership team and served as brand strategist for Cornette's key accounts, which included Keeneland, Bushlight, Gannett USA Today, Valvoline, and Visit Lex. Leslie is a graduate of the University of Georgia, and Leslie Miller, welcome to DMOU. Well, thank you so much for having me, Bill. I'm glad to be here. You know, this is one of those success stories that just, it's kind of like the gift that keeps on giving. One would have to be living under a rock this past month to not have heard of Visit Lex's appeal to the galaxy to visit Lexington. Honestly, in the 20 or so years I've been monitoring DMO-related feeds, I've never seen a DMO story picked up by as many media outlets around the world, and not just momentarily, you know, in that week, but week upon week upon week. And it's been a month, and it actually just got picked up again yesterday by the Houston Herald. This has been one of Destination Marketing's biggest hits in history. Tell us the backstory of how the concept came to fruition and what the response has been when you invited the galaxy to Lexington. Well, this has been, you know, obviously one of the biggest hits and one of the most exciting things in my career. And it's been so much fun for us here in Lexington and for my team that I got to work with on this project at the CVB and and also with our friends at Cornet who helped put this together. So, you know, everything, it always starts with a brainstorm, right? You know, it always starts with an idea. And I think in the travel and tourism space, we're constantly trying to think of new and innovative ways to really break through the clutter and sort of break through this cluttered space. So we always kind of start with a brainstorm and part of our larger marketing strategy is really how do we create these sort of hits with PR and earned media to build some awareness and attention around Lexington. So it's, it's layered onto our, you know, paid campaign approaches, but we all kind of got in a room and just said, you know, what can we do? What's happening right now in culture that we could sort of insert ourselves into the conversation a little bit. And given sort of this, you know, cultural zeitgeist around space travel right now, we started talking a lot in this space. So, you know, we had three or four ideas that we really kind of explored heavily and and we, we doubled down on this one. So it was exciting to see the the response that you mentioned, you know, where you're just continuing to mm-hmm. see the hits. Yeah. And, and you never know with these things because they do, they kind of ramp up and sometimes that's the end of it. And you still, you know, you're, you're walking away with 
far more impressions than maybe you would have been able to to buy with your paid media. But this one, it was just, it, it just kept going. So you've got this collection of ideas. So we could do this, we could do that, we could do that. And space travel kind of comes into play. But how does Lexington play into space travel? Right. Or, I mean, you know, you're not Houston, you're not Space Coast, you're, you know... How does that all work? Right, right. So you do, you have all these ideas and you look at these different ways you can kind of insert yourself in the cultural conversation. But to your point, the thing that you've always kind of go back to is the strategy and what is the message that we want to put out there and which one of these ideas really lends itself to that. And, you know, I think because this really wasn't just a tourism campaign aimed at interstellar life, it's really to drive attention and awareness to those that can visit Lexington now. We wanted to make sure that we were highlighting all the things that make Lexington unique and innovative and unexpected. And so this allowed us to say, hey, we're, we're a really friendly destination. We're welcome and open to everyone. And we've got this amazing team of experts in this field who helped us, you know, create this idea and bring this to life and figure out a way to do it where, you know, it's it's certainly tongue in cheek, but it was real. And so it allowed us to also kind of show off some of the people and the community and just a little bit more about our personality that we want to make sure people know about Lexington. You know, I think when we talk about our overall campaigns, one of the things that we deal with that we see as maybe one of our greatest opportunities is that, you know, when people think of Lexington, oftentimes if they're unaware, there's just not really a perception. It's not necessarily negative or positive. There's just not one. So we're trying to create a perception of Lexington. Or oftentimes when people think of Kentucky, they immediately think of the Kentucky Derby and think of Louisville. So it's been really important for us to talk about Lexington, talk about our culture, talk about the friendly and innovative you know, people that we have here and sort of this unexpectedly cool destination. And, and that's kind of exactly what this campaign allowed us to do. So here you are with this great collection of ideas and you hone in on space, travel, intergalactic, that whole thing. And there are actually some individuals in the Lexington area that are engaged in trying to communicate extraterrestrially. How did you connect the dots where you find these brainiacs <laughs> who are doing really serious scientific work to do something as whimsical in their world as tourism? You know, I do think we're really lucky here in that people that live here really genuinely love Lexington and have been fabulous mm -hmm. cheerleaders for us. You know, we launched a really successful Share the Lex campaign several years ago that the community really got around. So I, I do, I think we're lucky in that way and that our locals love being ambassadors for the city. Now, like you said, trying to call up a scientist that understands space travel and explain tourism and why that's important can be a challenge. <laughs> and I think we really lucked out. Dr. Robert Lauder is who we worked with specifically. And we reached out to him and essentially pitched him the idea. And, you know, we didn't know what he was going to say or if it was even possible that we could do this because it was really important to us again, just as we're trying to create the perception of Lexington that we are saying, you know, we are this really innovative, unexpectedly cool destination. It was tongue in cheek, but we wanted it to be real and not a joke. 
So when we were, we reached out to Dr. Lauder, like I said, we just sort of lucked out. He was really bought into the idea. He thought it was really cool. He thought it was really fun. And he said, let's do it. That's great. But I need to put a team together because if we're going to do this the right way, I'm an expert in SETI, but you know, as we talk about what kind of message we want to craft, you know, we need someone with a background in linguistics and we need a philosopher and Hey, let's bring in a science fiction expert so that as we look at what is this message and this image that we're actually going to share that it's rooted in research and things that have been done in the past. Some of the other messages that are currently being sent that we're being thoughtful about, you know, the way in which, the aliens would receive it. So he put together this really fantastic group of individuals who were just really open and creative themselves. So it was kind of fun to have these two groups come together with such different backgrounds. Yeah. I think at the beginning it was like, this may not happen. They may hang up the phone and say, y'all are crazy. <laughs> and, and that's not what happened. Um, so I think just tapping into your community and the resources that you have available to you, you know, tourism is fun and we received a really welcome and warm response from them. We could not have done it without them. I would have loved to have been a fly on that wall when (laughs) the two of you collectively got together to, to discuss this because it is an absolute home run for both programs. I'm sure that they got a lot more, um, visibility for the work that they're doing through this program as well. Absolutely. it's It was fun to do even just local interviews and things together where we're able to kind of both share our stories and how we brought this to life. And so I think they've all had a lot of fun with it um, as well. Yeah. So I want to go on and go deeper into the overall destination campaign, but where can people find either some video or some background on this ET thing that you did, is it on your website? It is. So if you want to go to our our website, it's on our homepage. You can go to visitlex.com. And then when you click on it, it'll take you to actually, we create these travel guides. And so we've created the extraterrestrials (laughs) travel guide to Lexington. And it it has a little bit of information on the scientists that were featured that helped put the project together. And then we're we're highlighting, you know, we think Lexington is the best place on earth. And so these are the things that you must do when you when you arrive. So we highlight our horses, our bourbon, our food and arts community. So we've got a little travel guide there should the aliens show up. And then we've also got a section where visitors can go and leave a message to the aliens that we're keeping. And we've actually got a time capsule in our visitor center. So you can come in and leave a postcard within the time capsule. You'll see the the bomber jackets and we've got the laser that was actually used there. So that's going to be housed at the Kentucky horse park, which is, which is who we worked with and, and where the message was, was sent. So there's fun ways to kind of engage. That is so cool. So as much as I love what you've done to bring ET back, it's, as I said, part of a broader look at Lex campaign to shift perceptions. And you mentioned that, that there's not a negative perception about Lexington, but there just maybe isn't yet a perception, and you're trying to work on that. Part of that is making sure that you target meeting planners and leisure consumers, and they're actually kind of the same. Tell us more about your broader strategy. 
so, you know, like I said, this is part of an earned media strategy. And I think the thing that worked so well for us is that our campaign message was woven within it, which you'll see, hey, aliens, look at Lexington. Look at Lexington as our broader campaign. So tying those two things together was really beneficial. And the look at Lexington campaign is something that's had a lot of legs for us. So it's worked great for our leisure audience. It's worked great for our meetings audience. And hey, it worked for our alien audience. Um <laughs> <laughs> and with that campaign, just to sort of circle back as we're talking about the broader strategy, that earned media initiative garnered over 650 articles, over 3 billion impressions. So yeah, being able to tie the campaign to that really, really helped amplify this, this kind of overall message, which is look at Lexington, you know, consider Lexington as a, as a leisure travel destination for your next meeting or, or event. So, you know, I think the opportunity that we found is that when people think of Kentucky, we want them to think of Lexington. So how do we sort of create that visual in their mind of what we are and that it's maybe not necessarily, you know, Lexington and Louisville, we love our friends and neighbors in Louisville, but we're really different destinations. So how do we kind of create that? So when our meetings team is on the road, they're hammering the same message that we're putting out from that leisure campaign as well. So when we first really kicked off, you know, the planning for what this could be, that was something that was really important to me was that whatever we landed on, it was the same platform. We've always sort of run two separate campaigns when it came to leisure and meetings, and they may have similar messages, but given that those audiences sort of need different information at times, we've kind of approached it in that way. But when we really took a step back, we said, you know, the meeting planners and their attendees are, are just leisure travelers. Oh, and so we're really trying to just create that same perception for them. And now that means that in the ad placements or on the meetings landing page, you know, maybe we're weighting content in different ways or delivering different, you know, RTBs on those pages. But the overall message is why Lexington's a fabulous place to come visit. So I think, yeah. you know, being able to bridge that was helpful, not only externally in the campaign and the way that we were able to amplify it, but even internally. So our two teams found that we were able to collaborate so much and to see the meetings team take that campaign and really run with it. And some of, you know, the things they were doing, you know, at trade shows and in their, you know, bid books and pitches and giveaways, it was really, it was just, you see this through line and this amplification of the message just increase exponentially. You know, and I love the fact that you had that aha moment that, meeting planners, event planners are consumers first. Mm -hmm. And I think we lose sight of that. And it's it's not unlike what's happening with Destination Cleveland right now, who is running point on their talent acquisition campaign mm -hmm. for the community, mm -hmm. which is not necessarily what one would expect from a DMO. But as their CEO, David Gilbert, told us on a previous episode of DMOU, he says, you know, there are other opportunities like chambers and economic development organizations who are really, really good at B2B communication. But workforce is not a B. Workforce mm -hmm. is a C. And who does B2C better than anybody? It's the destination marketing organization. And it's the same thing here is that 
you know, you've got meeting planners, that's a B2B play. I mean, you're talking to them in a very, very specialized language because they have very specialized needs. Right. But at their core, they're still a C. Exactly. And their attendees are. And so we know they're driven by their attendees having a great time and that their attendees, you know, high attendance numbers, which makes the vendors happy and all, you know, it's just a huge trickle down effect, but really, and I think, you know, we've got a new convention center. So that gave us a new, a new piece to really add to our puzzle. And it allowed us, I think that's what forced us to kind of take a step back because now we're talking to even more people and new audiences. And it's, it's ultimately, we want to share Lexington and why this is such a, a great place to visit. So we're highlighting those things, but to your point, as you get into the more tactical messages, then then that's when we're able to maybe talk about, you know, things that are going to be specifically important to them. But the core of it was the same. Yeah. You want to be in Lexington for whatever reason. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So Bluegrass and your Blue Horse are kind of the brand. But unlike many, you have sensational extensions to that brand. You've got the bourbon, you've got horses, you've got the arts, which sometimes gets overlooked. In your attempt to differentiate Lexington from other Kentucky destinations, how do you use innovation to separate your community from others? Because as you said, that's really the deal, is people think Kentucky and they tend to lean Louisville, mm-hmm. but Lexington's a whole different thing. How do you communicate that? How, how do you make that your North Star? For sure. And like you said, the bluegrass, our landscape is, you know, what makes us so special. And that's what, you know, drives these two other um, industries, the horses and the bourbon industry that's so special here into this area. So, you know, we're always going to lead with that. We're always going to highlight those things, but it's the everything else when you get here that I think really it's, it's like a surprise and delight. You know, we talk about it like a hidden gem. It's everything else you can do when you come here and this really warm and welcoming community that we have. So, you know, we talk a lot about communicating that we're this unexpectedly cool destination. So through our PR efforts and through some of our more kind of lower funnel tactics, that's when we really get to show those things off. And um, one of the things that we looked at recently that provides really a great example of this is a new campaign that we've launched called Bourbon Land. So we really looked at bourbon and the history of bourbon in Lexington and looked at the new offerings that we have in bourbon. And we really saw this as, you know, a place where, you know, Louisville has this, you know, fabulous, these heritage brands that you can experience there. They've got Bourbon Row, you know, so what is it that makes us different? And I think the thing that we found is like, we sort of are this, this intersection of heritage, but creativity and innovation. And so we've got these, you know, small little distilleries that are innovating and creating new projects. We've got Fresh Bourbon, which is the first black owned um, distillery in Kentucky. And they've got this amazing tasting room downtown. So we really, we looked at it as where creativity and innovation kind of meets that, that heritage. And so it's allowed us to highlight, you know, like I said, a lot of the new things that we have going on here. And really that makes some sense, doesn't it? Because if Louisville and other parts of Kentucky, if if that's the epicenter, you do that because that's, you know, that's the hook. Mm -hmm. But then you want to go deeper into the innovative, into the small, into the entrepreneurial startups. I mean, that's always the next step. And so that extension for you goes on for miles. 
because everybody can do the expected, but then they can move on to any one of a myriad of different directions. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And I love your surprise and delight. I've always held that if I'm going to a destination to do A or X, I'm going to come away going, that was cool. But it's always that turn of a corner that you didn't expect when you go around that corner and you find this little blues bar or you find this little boutique or you find this really cool tasting room. That's what you remember is what you didn't expect to find. And to build your campaign around that surprise and delight, I think makes just tons of sense. We call those sort of our, our hidden gems. And you just mentioned a little blues yeah. bar. I mean, I think TD Young is probably one of the one of the greatest hidden gems in Lexington. And that's why we included one of his guitar riffs in our message to the aliens. But, <laughs> you know, on a Monday night, you can go to his club and it is one of the most amazing, fabulous experiences that you could have. I mean, he's a legend. And I, I do, I think, especially post pandemic, you know, and looking at, at travelers and what these consumers are really wanting. It is these just unique experience. So it's like, it's not that we're in these overhyped, you know, hot spots. It's all the, like, it's the everything else that you can do that makes a destination special. And it's the people that are innovating there. It's the immigrant owned restaurants that we have here. It's the, you know, like I said, the cool things that are happening with these small, smaller distilleries that are doing amazing things. We've got a new, you know, boutique hotel that's got this fabulous rooftop bar that are creating really innovative cocktails. I mean, it's being able to offer all of those experiences. And so that's what we really, it's like the unexpectedly cool is what allows us to kind of say, hey, you may have thought one thing, but it's so much more. Well, congratulations, uh, especially on the uh, extraterrestrial ET campaign. (laughs) If there ever was a DMO PR Hall of Fame, you're first year inductee. I mean, first ballot. (laughs) This was just a a, a rock star move. It was great. So congratulations. Well, while we, you know, I keep saying while we're waiting for a response from the extraterrestrials, we are very excited to welcome anyone from earth that has now added Lexington (laughs) to their bucket list. So that's what we want. We we want you to feel like Lexington and and this place is a, is a must see, must visit. Yeah, and get there before the aliens like overrun the place and make it shit. Yes, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I think we're yeah, right. Okay. We're gonna come yeah. to the visitors. Get get, get there soon. We're gonna go to TVs. We're gonna go. We're gonna go to the horse park. We'll go to Keeneland. You know, we're gonna have a great time. <laughs> yeah. So, time for your bonus round question. As we noted in your introductory bio, you, not unlike Puerto Rico's Leah Chandler, who was our guest on episode one twenty nine, you came from the agency side. What drew you from the private sector over to visit Lex? I did. So I've just loved this industry. You know, I love, I loved working at the agency. I absolutely loved it. But visit Lex was one of the accounts that I sort of grew up on at my time there. And so, you know, I started out just, you know, as a assistant, you know, account coordinator. And I, you know, I was there for 12 years and visit Lex. I remember when we won the business And I just remember, 
you know, putting that initial pitch together and digging in and learning about the destination that I lived in. I mean, I went to Georgia, but I'm from Lexington and I really just fell in love with it. So when the opportunity came along, you know, it's um, it was just sort of like a bucket list thing for me. It's been really fun, though. We still work with Cornette. So it's been nice because I understand a lot about the way they work too. So when we're building campaigns together or we're brainstorming for these type of projects together, it's it's been really helpful to understand kind of how they work too and how I can help, you know, make sure that they're set up to be as creative as they possibly can be mm-hmm. and that, you know, briefs are good and that we're, we're, we're just working together in partnership. So that's been a, it's been a really lovely thing. Very, very cool. Leslie, thank you so much for sharing your story and congratulations once again on an amazing campaign. We look forward to a lot more really cool stuff coming from you and from Visit Lex. Well, goodness, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And and thank you for having me on here today. Oh, absolutely. That's it for this edition of DMOU. Tell your friends and peers, this is where the best and the brightest come to share their stories. It's DMOU.com. You can find past episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and most podcast platforms. Just subscribe on your preferred platform and you'll get notified the minute that new episodes drop. Thanks again to our sponsor, our friends at Destinations International. Next up on the event calendar is the CEO Summit. Don't dawdle. Registration closes on March 7th. Join your peers at the 2024 CEO Summit, which is an exclusive gathering of visionaries and trailblazers in the travel industry. Secure your place at destinationsinternational.org slash 2024-CEO-Summit. DMOPros.com is where you're going to find links to our services for the DMO sector, links to the Z News, our position papers on board diversity and a new model for destination development, the book Destination Leadership, and the biggest DMO job board on the planet, plus access to past episodes of DMOU. That's DMOPros with a Z.com. Executive producer of DMOU is Terry White, and this is a production of DMO Pros. I'm your host, Bill Geist. Until next time.